0: Are you
1: working? What kind of work do you do? We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. <laughs> boy,
2: boy, boy, what is it you want to do when you grow up? Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! Have a pass, go to the
3: end zone! To oh. the end zone! The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions!
1: Good evening,
2: Commissioner.
1: From the makeshift studios. In Mullica Hill, New Jersey, it's talking-ish with your commish, bumping through your speakers or your headphones, however you listen. This is our fifth season here, fellas, and it's coming to a close. First round of the playoffs is behind us. The semifinals are set. Four teams survive, all fighting for a chance to head to that championship game and to win the crown, which is a... Man, let me tell you something. When you're on top of the mountain, you're there. I'm looking now at the fantasy uh football trophy uh for our league. Our belt, knowing that it's gonna leave me. Oh man, that's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. Oof. I'm gonna cherish these last uh these last few minutes with it. So uh gonna take it everywhere I go. It's been some places, let me tell you. I went to the Knights in Venice Parade. Um it's been here, it's been there, it's been l- been a little bit of everywhere and I hope that you'll treat it the same think of it as the Stanley Cup when you win this motherfucker like if you go on vacation and you can take it with you without losing it I'm okay with that take a picture on top of the Eiffel Tower wearing the fucking belt you'll get so many props from the commission if you did that but you got to be a champion to do it and so far in this league we've only had three champions three champions two of them are left we're going to get into all that the matchups um, the matchups that were, were, the matchups that will be, and a little bit of league discussion. A lot of stuff to get into. I will start with the matchups, because I think the matchups, uh, let's get them out of the way. Everybody knows what's happened, and everyone knows what's going on, so let's start with the matchups. But we, to do the matchups, we got to get a little bit of music, right? I'm going to try it one last time. One fucking time, I'm going to get this, and it's going to be flawless. Here's the music for the matchups. What great matchups they were. Um, it's been a hell of a season, hell of a playoffs thus far, and, uh, we've got a long way to go. In our first matchup, Jove took down the Kamish, 150.35 to 79.9, Kamish laying a stinker, uh, his first playoff loss, first playoff defeat, um, still has the best overall record in the playoffs, um, but my my squad finally caught up to me. Just could not overcome some of the injuries and the fact that some of my players are just not that good. Um, five of my nine players, I, th- I think, were people that I didn't intend to be starters. So uh lost Carrion Johnson, lost Brandon Cooks, Day Day Westbrook was dog shit. Alshon turned out to be a bust of a trade with the injury in the spot that it mattered. And uh, Will Fuller missed a bunch of time. Just not a great uh, great showing for the commission this year. Dethroned. Not not going to 3 Not going to happen. Jof wins his third straight, eclipsing the 110-point mark for the first time since Week 8. Jove turning it on when it matters. Advances to the next round where he will await his opponent. And who his opponent will be, we will get to that in just a moment. In our next matchup, it is Mark taking down Zach Marone. to 105.25. Mark now 4-0 all-time against Zach. He's got his number. Mark pretty much owns you, Marron. Not a matchup Zach wanted to see in the first round. That's the the penalty for falling out of the first seed. It could have been you. Zach now, um, you know, really fizzled out. Lost four of his last five games. And it all started with that... Point one point loss to Mike. And uh, you know, Zach will have to wait a whole other year for that elusive first playoff win. Mark now with his third straight win. March is on trying to get that second title. Now tied with the commish for the playoff record. Uh best playoff record overall. All time. Five-and-one. Both at five and one. Mark with the win. Now tied with the commish chance to pass him. On his way to a second title, cementing his spot in founding Farter Fantasy Football League history. Now, our next round of matchups um, will feature four teams. That's what we know today. We know that it will feature four teams, and uh, it's Zifo, Mark, BJ, and Joe. Those are the teams that advance Zach and BJ bye bye. Zfo, your number one overall seed. BJ, your number two. They will face either Mark or Joe. And the reason it's so ambiguous right now is because we don't know what's going to happen with the Yahoo app. And that's where we will start our first discussion. So in the offseason, one of the things that we voted on as a league was to move from ESPN to Yahoo. For some reason, a bunch of people thought ESPN was insufficient and that Yahoo was superior thus we voted to move and I'll be honest I didn't try to stop it because I kind of felt like it was the overwhelming majority there was a lot of vocal it was a vocal majority I'll say that wanted to move over to Yahoo I think me and Mark were the only defenders of ESPN and I was a hollow defender of ESPN in that I didn't really fight that hard for it because at the end of the day I had I thought to myself you know it's just an app it's just a platform what does it really matter well the repercussions are right before us today, and that is why we must now kind of work through this mess that Yahoo has put us in. And if you're not tuning in, you don't know what I'm talking about. Here's the situation. Before the playoffs started, there's options within the, the league settings that you can turn off reseeding when the playoffs advance. So as you advance through the playoffs, you have the two options to either reseed or have it just play out as a normal bracket. Now the reason I didn't turn off reseeding, and admittedly, I guess this is on me for not doing that. But the reason I didn't do it is because I didn't trust it. It didn't uh populate the the, the seeding for the bracket the the way I wanted it to, which was by the wins and then point four with the you know, the two division winners taking the one and two seed. And then you know, like I just It didn't work out the way I wanted it to. So I had to manually change the seeding for the playoffs to be what we normally do, which is you win the Jew division, you win the Gentile division, you're the first or second seed. After that, it's just by points four. So you could be from either division, and then it just ranks you by the number of points four that you have. Yahoo has like a default tiebreaker for head-to-head leagues, Where it automatically goes to like the last game you guys played against each other or something like that. And I I don't think I tried to change it. You can't change it unless you change your head to head settings, which I didn't want to do. So I had to reseed the playoffs manually. I didn't trust the reseeding to not manipulate those seedings prior to the playoffs kicking off. So I left it on, not knowing that once the playoffs started, I couldn't change it. So now we're stuck in a situation where the matchups in Yahoo. Have reseeded, So now ZFO would play Mark, the sixth seed, and BJ would play Joe, the four seed, which is different from our bracket format um, that we've done every other year. But Yahoo's kind of handcuffed us here. Now, the caveat. I've emailed Yahoo, because it's my only recourse at this at this point. I had to email them. I couldn't get a customer service rep unless I wanted to sign up for Yahoo Plus. What the fuck is that? No one wants Yahoo. I don't even have a a Yahoo account. I signed up with Gmail. I didn't want to fucking sign up for a Yahoo account, some antiquated-ass email address. They got nothing on, on Gmail. So if Yahoo responds to me, which I'm not very confident that they will, then perhaps we can get this problem fixed and we can go back to the way we've done things every other year until we have a chance to talk about this and vote. In the meantime, we are moving forward with the matchups being as they are in Yahoo, which would be the number one overall seed Zifo versus the number six overall seed in Mark. The number two overall seed BJ will play the number four overall seed in Jove. So now um, we basically have a situation where the two, uh, te- two teams per, per division are playing each other. For a chance at the championship game. Which means we will have a holy war for the fucking trophy. That's an exciting thing and I almost wish it would stay as it is. I don't want it to change. I'm pretty excited by these matchups. They're honestly even more exciting. And I think have a few more storylines than uh, the other matchups did. So that's what we're going off of tonight. That's what we're going to expect. There's always drama in the playoffs. Don't forget the commish took down Mike. By stack correction, in this very matchup that we're see, that we're going to see this week. So, um, our matchups would be the number one overall seed Zfo taking on the number six seed Mark Fox five and four all time versus Mark. But Mark, he's got Zfo's number this year too. He's beaten both times that they've played, and he is chasing that second title. Mark's a hungry dog, and hungry dogs, as Jason Kelsey would say, run faster. So Mark is going to be nipping for Zifo, who rested all his players. His players are now well-rested. They've been sitting on the bench, just getting healthy in this bye week. Will they come out to play? It comes down to Christian McFarter himself, Christian McCaffrey. Will he show up for Zifo? That's his bread and butter. That and Patty Mahomes, who's got the tough matchup this week. Zifo feeling a little nervous about it, I think. But Zifo has proven time and time again that he's going to be here. As long as there's a league, fighting for that trophy every single year, so our two champions will face off. Our two former champions, I should say. We're all former champions now, guys. Uh, it's a brotherhood. We should get rings or something. You guys want to like hang out? Um, champion only hang out. Smoke some cigars. That'd be cool. Let's fucking do it. Hope, uh, hope we get a number to another uh, member to the number two club. <laughs> anyway, next matchup. We got number two uh, overall team, BJ, your Gentile champion. Taking on another Gentile opponent who was, you know, going back and forth this year for the top of that league uh, in Jove. So, Jove 2-1 all-time versus BJ. The teams have not met so far this season, which is kind of interesting. The commissioner really needs to take a look at that schedule and put some more thought into that next year so that we have everybody playing each other at least once. Um, but BJ coming in hot, 6-2 and two in his last eight games. Certainly hoping uh, to carry that momentum. That momentum uh, has got him very far in the past. And BJ suffered a tough loss and defeat last year in the championship game. wants to get back and take it down. And Jof, relatively new to the playoffs. This is now his first playoff win. He's hungry. He wants to do it. And he's had moments this season where he's put on hot flashes. Can he continue it, get the momentum to take him into the championship game and on to glory? So just a quick note to kind of remind you of what you're playing for, boys. Uh, Four teams left. Um, Our league dues this year were $200 per team. That pool of money means $200, 10 people. That's $2,000. That's your pool of money. We basically have $65 allotted to the weekly MVPs. That's 13 times 5 uh, for $65. We have $100 allotted to division winners. That's $50 for each division winner. And then uh, runner-up, they get their money back. The $200 that they gave to the league, they get that back. And we're a winner-take-all league. And this year, we have the biggest pot, the biggest purse you ever played for, $1,350. That's what the winner will get. That's up 69% from my winnings in the past two years. That's the advantage of paying more money. So if you're following along at home, you're doing the math, you're writing down the notes, you'll realize that there's $285 left over. What does that go to? There's a league expenses uh, fund that we need to consider. Um, This podcast alone on SoundCloud costs $144 a year. Now that's for hosting the podcast. The podcast ultimately over time takes up a lot of space and to keep continuing to buy space is stupid. So we buy a subscription, a yearly subscription that allows us to just post as many episodes as we want. So we're not limited. I don't have to delete them and shit. Um, So that's where that goes. Our draft kit costs like 55 bucks, um, which if you're doing the math still, that leaves us with like $86. So $86 I have to Provide food for the draft, beer, and all the supplies for the dongs. And trust me, it's way more than fucking $86. I think these league expenses are pretty reasonable. Um, I'm paying a lot out of pocket. Reminder, I paid for the trophy and um, all the placards that go on in every single year. So if you bitch and complain to me that that pot's not big enough for you, I don't want to hear it. It's basically what I'm saying. Uh, I think that's the biggest pot we've ever had. Up 69%, and yes, I did that on purpose. Um, But congratulations to all of you for making it this far. I hope that one of you is worthy of hoisting this beautiful trophy we have. Um, This might be my first time giving it away, and that's very tough. It's a hard pill to swallow. I really thought I could maybe pull it off. There was a thing in the back of my head that was like, maybe you just have some kind of magic, and I don't. I did for two years, and now it's over. Uh, 2019, not my year. 2020, could be. The year of Trump is the year of the commish. So we shall see what happens next year. But Joe, Mark, Zepho, BJ will play for a chance at the title, and we'll resolve this whole Yahoo thing. I'll keep you posted on any... Developments there. I'm actually gonna check my email right now and see if they got back to me. Let's just see while we're on the air if there's any live updates I can provide. I doubt it. Uh, the last time I reached out to Yahoo, they were basically like, um, "Yeah, we can't do that." I was like, "Can you load my history from ESPN to your shit?" And they were basically like, "Nah, we don't really want to do that." And that's when I was kind of like starting to think this paid service thing may not be a good, uh, like, not, not be like that bad of an idea, you know? Uh, if I could pay to get a service and get all of you access. Then um I may be willing to do that if it's a superior experience where I can actually have customization over things like this current seating situation. If I could just fix that, it'd be a lot easier pushing trades through all the things you want to do, all the different sources of data and information in an app that'll actually allows you to see what's going on in all the different games and a schedule of all of the games that have ever happened historically right in front of you. Yahoo. I'm not happy with it. I don't want to, if, if we're not going to go to some kind of paid app or I'm going to fight to go back to ESPN. Um, but I am hoping that by draft time, I have a proposal for you to join a paid type of app. I'm going to look in the one BJ provided me and a few others. I'm going to solicit our business. Like we're, uh, we're pretty fuck. We're like, it's like catching a whale. We're a whale of a fantasy football league. I think these services would be honored to have us because they get promotion here on this podcast every single fucking time to my tens of listeners. That's a big fucking reach for your marketing campaign. So consider it. Um, I'm going to fucking figure that out. Come come with lots of proposals this draft. You better be ready. If you got a counter argument, you better have a fucking proposal ready to go because that's what I'm bringing. So, Jake, your fucking YouTube videos won't suffice. Got to be a little bit more polished than that because I'm coming. I'm coming hard. So, I wanted to give an update on a story uh, that I told the week after the Halloween holiday where I was talking to my neighbor and he divulged to me basically that the homeowners association that we pay into every year, it's like a $160 fee. There's a lot of drama going on there and... Apparently, and like I think I talked about this on the last podcast, but to give you the context again, we pay $160 into this homeowners association. It's basically a um, homeowner governed body. It's kind of operates like a a little mini government where we all have a vote and our board makes all of the major decisions. We elect them in every year. Every single year, we elect a different board. And um, that's kind of that. So the guy who's been serving as the president of the Homeowners Association for the last 16 years wasn't kind of making the cut, apparently. Um, I have never been to a Homeowners Association meeting, by the way. I didn't even know they existed. And it sounds like a lot of other people really didn't give a shit either. There's like eight people who would consistently go out of the 28 homes in this neighborhood. So the word gets around that at this last Homeowners Association meeting, the eight people that were there were complaining about the common areas in the neighborhood, which are supposed to be taken care of out of the HOA dues that we pay. That's why we pay them, cutting the grass in the common areas, clearing the basins so that they don't get all uh, fucked up and unruly and flood our homes and shit. And when I looked around, and this was an observation that Jen and I make when we when we would walk around the neighborhood, these areas definitely were not being maintained up to standard. Like in the summertime when your grass is growing, you got to cut it every single week. They would probably cut this grass one to two times like a season, a summer season, which is absurd. The grass would get up to your like waist. It was so high. So clearly this guy who was running the homeowners association wasn't spending the money on the things that he was supposed to be spending them on. Maybe he just wasn't doing anything. Maybe he was just being lazy. I don't know what the story was. But people were starting to ask questions. People were starting to just wonder why he wasn't getting shit done. And he came up with a bunch of bullshit excuses. So they decided to vote him out. And the eight people that were there overpowered the people on the board. And they voted out the board that had been serving on this homeowner association since pretty much it started. And the new people in the neighborhood took over. And in and, and the bylaws of this fucking homeowners association, they have to turn over all bank accounts, records, and all of that stuff. And these two motherfuckers, this fucking guy, who looks like David Letterman, by the way, and his wife, who looks like a fucking frumpy toad, they refuse to turn over any kind of documents. They refuse to hand over the bank account, which is the you know, the most crucial element in being able to carry out your duties as a board member of a homeowners association. You need to know what you're working with. What money do we have saved up? We supposedly have a savings account that's supposed to pay for all of these things. Where are the invoice details of all of the things that we are spending money on? And how can we improve the community to have all of these common areas taken care of to make them look nice so that when people drive by, they're like, this is a nice fucking neighborhood that I'd want to live in and buy a home. Is that too much to ask? It's not a lot of money, $160. That's what you get when you want to self-manage your homeowners association. The problem, when you get a motherfucker like this, who isn't doing shit about it, so there's two things. He, like, he could either be not giving a shit and just not taking the time to like schedule the landscaping people to come out and do everything he's supposed to do as president and just kind of fell behind and just the money sat there. Or this motherfucker's embezzling the money. In either way, it's not a good look. But the problem is one of them's illegal. And without being able to get access to the books, we can't prove it one way or the other. So the current board of the Homeowners Association for this year, 2019, sued this motherfucker for access to all of that stuff. And they won. Of course they won. Because it's in the bylaws of this Homeowners Association. It's crazy we have bylaws for a fucking stupid Homeowners Association. where we, It's 28 fucking homes that pay $160 a year. Ridiculous. Anyway, they sue this guy. They get access to all this stuff. The problem is... The lawyers are the first person to get access to every all of the documents, and the lawyers, per the judge, are not allowed to hand it over to these board members until they are elected once again to serve on the board. Because, according to the judge, the bylaws of our homeowners association state that in scenarios like this, the board can't. Uh, the board has to be re-elected in order for the documents to be handed over. For some reason we are past some date or some threshold of time that means that these documents now have to be handed over to the next association board so every year the homeowners association meets and typically as i mentioned only eight people showed up all almost all of the 28 homes showed up 25 homes of the 28 in the homeowners association showed up for this meeting including jen and myself and as my neighbor promised on halloween um this shit was explosive there was a lot of drama and a lot of back and forth because the guy from the 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 guy who used to be the head of the homeowners association and his wife showed up to combat the new board in this in the midst of this lawsuit that's going on and it's the most absurd little bit of neighborhood drama i've ever been a fucking part of so we had the meeting 25 of the 28 houses showed up we all voted back in the same fucking people. These guys were fucking bitching and complaining the whole time. There's a motherfucker in the back recording it. This guy who looked like Edward Snowden stood up and tried to support them and saying, I'm an accountant and I know what's going on here. And then they are all, we were all just like, sit the fuck down. And you got to remember, like, I live in like fucking Trump country, dude. Like, I have a bunch of redneck motherfuckers that live in my neighborhood, you know, like hood rich motherfuckers that are, uh, you know, good people great people, fucking cool to hang out with. I prefer, the, you know, the salt of the earth people, which is why I moved down here. And um, just like a fun group to be around and like I kind of got the sense that this neighborhood's turned around. You know, like these people, they were the old guard, they were stealing our money. And we're going to get to the bottom of that shit. That's why we voted in these new people. They're going to take care of it, and we're going to move forward as a community. Even. Like the one thing that this one woman ran for was uh she had one platform, and it's let's do a block party. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Let's do a block party. Meet the neighbors, you know? You never know when you need your neighbor. My neighbor next door is great. My my good neighbor, Chris, the ICE agent. I know that if someone was breaking into my house and I called Chris, he would come blow that motherfucker away. That's the ultimate backup. He's a federal police officer. He'll fuck somebody up. I'm not scared of shit living in this neighborhood, knowing that he's patrolling the whole fucking area. Nothing's going to get by him. Anyway, that's my little update. I'll keep you posted in case you're interested in uh, all the dramas of he- here at Brookside Estates. Um, but with that, we're going to go into the Sounders, see what you motherfuckers have to say. We're going to start with the ML who's checking in right before uh,
2: this week began with uh, just reacting to last week's podcast. Listen to the podcast, Brent, and uh, thanks everyone for participating. I'll say it on behalf of the commish, unless he already said it, but... Uh Good job, everybody. It was the last game. It was last uh, week of the season, and my boy deserved it. You know, he works hard at this shit. Let's give a round of applause for the commish. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate
1: that. You sounded drunk as a skunk right there, and uh, I I like that too. And then you know, it didn't turn out for me. It just it is what it is. Uh, you can't win it every year, I guess. Even the Patriots lose sometimes, right? Uh, I think even if I can win next year, I might still try to throw that dynasty word out there. So don't count me out. Don't sleep on me. Let's go to Joe, the guy who took me out in uh, just a fucking ass-raping of fashion. Joe.
2: Playoff win in the Founding Farters Fantasy Football League. If only my mom could see me now. I got a big playoff win. The Eagles get a big win this weekend. What more could you ask for? That's the complete weekend right there.
1: Joe feeling good. Got the win. Moving on. Mama would be proud, and it is. It's quite the accomplishment. You could actually put this shit on a job resume, I'm pretty sure that they might hire you. They might look at it and say, that motherfucker, uh, what an accomplishment. So as we talked about, a lot of drama with the Yahoo app. Uh, A few of the guys from the league wanted to chime in. We'll start with Jake.
4: Also, Brent, one more thing. Fuck Yahoo. Uh, When we switch from ESPN Yahoo, I don't know... I, I, I didn't really care, but other people were so passionate about it that I just went along. Um, but now that we're here, like, fucking sucks, dude. Like, oh, you can do things on desktop that you can't do in the app. Well, guess what? Everyone uses the app. So, fuck Yahoo. Team ESPN all day. Uh, Kamish, I support you. Make the change. You got my backing. Uh, alright, go, birds.
1: Jay, guys, I, I appreciate the support, but. Come on, man, where were you when I needed you? We were fighting that battle back in the beginning of the season. And it just we weren't strong enough voices, guys. Us ESPN folk, we weren't strong enough. I only blame us. I don't blame the Yahoo dissenters. They knew not what they did. Uh, Let's hear some more on the Yahoo situation. Brent,
2: ultimately this whole Yahoo thing comes down to you, dude. Uh, We made the decision. You approved to move to Yahoo. And that's totally fine, but, you know... Time to time to lay down the law of being the commish and swing that dick around and uh, time time to swing it in the right direction of getting us on a proper platform. Uh, looking forward to your decision. Couldn't agree more, Mike. Um, ultimately, I am
1: the head honcho of this of this league here when it comes to rule setting, and uh, I gotta act accordingly and make sure that we don't have issues like this. And I feel like the last. Uh, last two years, we've had issues, one of which is just an issue that happens in fantasy football. Not my problem, really, but we managed through it, I think, in a professional manner. This one, I think it was avoidable, but just a a learning, you know. Sometimes you make mistakes. I think the commission made a mistake here, not turning uh, reseeding off. Um, Ultimately, it's going to lead to the outcome of the league, but that's fate. No matter what you do, you got to put up points. That's the ultimate name of the game. If you can't do it, it doesn't matter who you play. So you got to put up points if you want to win the ship. So the matchups are what they are. We'll do our best to hold to what the rules were. But if we can't make it happen uh, by a certain time, then we will move forward with what Yahoo has handed us. And we will work to rectify this situation, we'll learn from it. It's kind of like the New Orleans getting fucked with that pass interference call. Yeah, you know, they got fucked, and they probably would have won the Super Bowl had that not happened. But that's not how it went. The rules were what they were at the time. And they learned from it, and they tried to put in some stuff that would prevent that from happening in the future, which is all you can do. You just move on from your mistakes, and you go on. So that's where we're going to go. Onwards and upwards. Let's hear from Uncle Butch. He's feeling good.
2: Short and sweet. Joe, you're fucking going down, bro. Mark, if I fucking play you, you're fucking going down. All right? Game of Jones, 2019 champ. See ya. That's what I fucking like
1: to hear. BJ's fucking, he's ready. He doesn't give a shit who he plays. It doesn't matter. That's what a true champion should say. That's what, uh, that's, that's, that's the attitude. Let's go to Joe. I think he's he's feeling himself, too.
2: Oh, and by the way, I don't give a fuck who I play this week because I'm feeling good about my team, and I'm going to beat whoever it is.
1: Goddamn right. That's the attitude of a champion. At least the Gentile division. They ain't scared of nothing. All I hear is bickering and bitching in that Jew division. Oh, I could have played this one and that one. Doesn't fucking matter. Play who's in front of you, and that's the way it is. Let's go to Mark, who's whispering in the cubby holes of his office there. Vanguard. Thanks for checking in through the thick and thin mark.
3: All right. So I guess I got a few things to say. I'm just sitting here at my desk on a fucking 815 evening on a Wednesday. And, uh, you know, I just want to say I got Zach Maron's number, man. I beat that kid so many times. Like, can I get some competition here? I guess uh, my next one's going to be a little bit of competition. I'm going to play Zefo when I'm supposed to play BJ fucking brother in law but whatever man I guess I'll uh, I'll see you BJ in the finals cause uh, you know I'm gonna whoop that ace whoop Zepo's ace this week play BJ in the finals cause he's gonna whoop Joe's ace and then it's gonna be a family finals you know it would be great so I don't know I'm taking a look at my lineup I don't really know actually if I can even beat Zepo or BJ but, Mike, I might need to start Baker this week versus the Arizona Cardinals. It's a good matchup. Let me know what you think. But, I don't know. I hope you're all rooting for me, though, so I can be, you know, the first repeat winner. So we can shut Brent up. So, i working on it. But, any tips? Take a look at my lineup. Look on the waivers. Let me know what you think. Call me anytime. 610-632-0975.
2: <laughs>
3: Again, 610-632-0975. All right, I'm going to go now. Clean my
1: hoop. Peace. All right, Mark, here's your dilemma. Your quarterback situation is not good. Nishkit. Uh, Matt Ryan's going up against a tough San Francisco defense. Um and then your backup, Kyler Murray, going up against Cleveland. And then your third option, perhaps the interesting one that you mentioned, Baker Mayfield going up against Kyler Murray in Arizona. Is this the week that Baker Mayfield finally figures it out and finds all these weapons that he's got and throws for like four touchdowns and fucking like throws for like 375 yards? Could it be? Mark? Mark? Really, really needs some support from the quarterback position. The rest of the squad got a lot of heavy hitters there. Could do some damage. On the other side, Zefo got Patty Mahomes with a tough matchup in Denver. But, you know, Kansas City can line up anybody. So we'll see what's going on in that matchup. Mark, thank you for checking in. Let's go to uh, the guy who he's likely to play, uh, Zepho. uh with some thoughts on the playoffs. Yo,
5: Um, Mick Forter here, but um, I'm fucking worried about this week coming up. There was two things. I was very happy that Zach Murrow and the reigning champ, Brent L Triple H Revenge, got out. I thought those were the two guys I was going to have the most issues with. Um, but My matchups for next week are awful. I got Patty Mahomes versus Denver. Good day. And then my two Cincinnati guys, Boyd and Mixon, are benchable against New England. Uh, so I'm really not going incompetent next week. I am playing SPAC, who usually chokes um, in fantasy playoffs. But, yeah, no, I'm looking at my squad right now, and I am not Pumped about it. The only guy I'm excited about is McCaffrey and he's going against Seattle. Um I think I'm gonna have some troubles. But I was also looking at Spec's team and his team fucking sucks. Um (laughs) Alright man, I mean I hope I make it. I really fucking hope I make it. If anyone deserves it, I feel like it's me. Um but I'm gonna pray a little bit. I'm going to put my guys back in the starting lineup. I really don't think that, um, did anything to put them in the bench, but it was just a a thought process. You know, I thought it was a good idea at the time. Um, but yeah, you know, wish me luck. You know, I'm I'm curious what, uh, what Brent thinks about me and Specs matchup. All right. Adios.
1: I do think that, uh, ZFO is very deserving of a championship berth. He is historically the best team in the fantasy football league outside of the one stat that matters, championships. Uh, Commissioner's got him there. And in terms of playoff record, which his opponent now is tied for the lead in all-time playoff record with your commish at 5-1. and 5-1, and one, two teams sit on top of the playoff record. Uh, winning percentage ranking there you go and that's who you got this weekend Zifo he's took taking you out twice I wouldn't exactly call him a playoff choke I'd say that point is false Mark's coming for that ace his team may not be the strongest team but Mark doesn't need strong teams to win that's that's Mark's way Mark just gets himself in a position to win and that's all you gotta do Mark one of the uh Legendary teams here in the Founding Farda Fantasy Football League. Won the first championship ever. And has been a pretty competitive team. So, watch out for Mark this weekend. And Zifo. Formidable team himself. Dominated for the most part, but only the one championship to show. Can he get number two? Two teams going for number two. We'll follow all the drama this weekend. Let's go to the King of Jetro, who's just... ooh. Sounds like he's miserable, man.
4: Yo, Kamish, Kinga Jetro here. Standing, uh, standing on the outside of the playoffs, looking in, but whatever. It's all good. I'll get over it eventually in due time. Uh, so a little update in my life. Got picked for jury duty. So I'm on my jury duty break today. Um, in the jury selection, one of 60 people, this fucking Mamouk shot a revolver six times at his girlfriend who was sitting in the driver's seat of a car, missed her all six times. I mean, I don't know how you missed six times in point-blank range, but he missed her, thank God. So, I mean, hopefully I don't get picked, but if I do get picked, I could already tell this dude's guilty as fuck. I mean, if you saw his beard and his facial tattoos, you'd be like, yeah, this dude fucking tried to shoot his girlfriend, no doubt. So... I don't know. Hopefully, I don't get picked. But if I do, you already know the charge: guilty as fuck, dude. Guilty. Lock him up. <laughs> Lock him up. All right. King of Jetro out. Well,
1: we'll have to stay tuned to see what happens there in Jake's jury duty, jury duty selection. Um, but Jake, you know, be a uh, you know, be an objective juror. Don't uh, don't let the uh, prejudices of how he looks and all that. Steer you the wrong way. I mean, he may look guilty, but it's what they can prove. That's how our criminal justice system works. So he may be fucking guilty, but what can they prove? Can they prove he did it? Because if he got away with it, then maybe he gets away with it. That's just how it works. That's my scumbag opinion of how uh, how it should work, at least. Let's go to Dave, who's just checking in and
0: sound kind of glum. You're really going to keep pressing me for Sounders as if I'm not depressed enough already with this fucking league, dude. Missed the playoffs three years in a row. Shoot myself in the foot. I don't get it. At least I got, like, sort of middle of the road this time, I guess. You know, first one out looking in. Usually it's either, like, you know, championship or paintball. So I guess that's progress. But, dude, leave me alone with these Sounders. I'm fucking... I'm, I'm checked out, bro. I... I... Wasn't into it this year in terms of Sounders. I guess my league play was a little better, and my Sounder play was worse. I'm running out of material, like I said before. I'm unprepared. Um, You know, I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll do better next year. I'll try to be a little more prepared and come up with some funny shit. Well, you know how it is, dude. It's a fucking rat race, and none of us are getting the cheese. So that's about it. Peace.
1: Good luck. I think you're being too hard on yourself, man. Like, it's it's just fucking sounder. It doesn't matter. As long as you're contributing, that's uh, that's all I care about. Uh, it doesn't have to be this, like, comedic genius and all that kind of shit. Just fucking send them in, dude. That's all that I care about. And, you know, you you fucking live and you learn. You had a pretty good couple of picks in there, you had some bad ones, and that puts you in that position, just like the Kemish. Kemish had some good ones, he had some bad ones, and that's why he's out. That's why he's not going to win. We learn from it, Dave, and we move on. We figure it out the next season. You could come back and become a champion. That's the beautiful thing about fantasy football. You rebuild it every year. You can start a new man. Don't fret. Let's go to Zifo. Who wants to check on Zach Maron? Can we
5: get a little wellness check on Zach Marone. Fucking Jersey City, man. I was thinking about living there. Fucking never going back. Shootouts. Fucking Bonnie and Clyde bullshit. I mean, let's just make sure uh Zach Marone is okay. Let us know.
1: Yeah, man. Zach Marone's hood getting shot up by a couple of fucking crazy people just uh, fucking shooting at cops and shit. Like, oh my god. Jersey City was bad, but It's not that. That's not Jersey City. That's not the Jersey City Zach lives in, at least. He's like the Hoboken side. That was probably like the hood rat-ass side. But uh, I think Zach Moran's doing okay. Got some texts from him, so he's alive. Let me know if you got hit with a few stray bullets there, Zach. Um, Let's go back to Mark, who's uh, checking back in. All right, so
3: now I'm leaving. Leaving work. In the car. And I thought I'd hit you guys up again. You know, clean hoops. You know, Master Spack. Yeah, that's right guys. Master. Um, you know, I finished my MBA last week. Partied my balls off. And uh yeah, that's it. Done. Done school. Now, uh, I don't know, what's next, you know? Maybe play some video games, maybe play some hockey, you know. Maybe you had a kid or something? I don't fucking know. Stein seems
1: to be doing it. I could probably do it, right? So, we'll see. We'll see what's next. Peace. Yeah, man. Congratulations, dude. That's fucking awesome. Master spec. I'm, like, bowing down like a fucking... Sen- like you're my sensei right now. Or, dude, like, I'm fucking bowing with my hands up like... ka. Congratulations, dude. That's... That's a good accomplishment, you know, like you get a high school diploma and it's like you're expected to do that. And at this day and age, you get a college diploma, you know, you kind of expect to do that. You get a master's, you've accomplished something. That's something that uh, not everyone gets, you know, that that's not like you just going through the motions. That's like you put yourself out there and you did something. So congratulations, my friend. That's that's very good. Very good. Um Let's go to ML. Got some thoughts on the birds. We haven't talked birds in a long time. Just been sour on them. So, Mike, let's let's get the discussion started.
2: It's pretty funny how we counted the birds out, like, in the first half. And then they come back and they show us. But, you know, that was just, just a poor performance, man. Um, We, you know, we've been hard on Carson for the last few weeks. But he showed us with a practice squad that he can get it done. Uh, Giants stink, but, you know. What are you gonna do? But uh big big game is coming down the stretch, and I'm excited. I'm not excited to like watch uh our fantasy playoffs, because I'm not in it, so I don't really care. Um I'm not even gonna make a prediction. But um I'm I'm trying to get the birds to the playoffs, you know? Anything is possible. Jordan Howard comes back, we get healthy. Carson gets on fire. Anything is possible, dude. Anything is possible. I believe right now.
1: Here's the thing. I feel like there was a bunch of divas on the Eagles' offensive side, and Carson just couldn't make a connection with them. But what happens? These fucking younger players come in inexperienced, looking for a leader to guide them into the promised land. And there's a few guys that have been there that believe in him, that know he can do it. He's got a skill set. He just can't connect with fucking guys like Alshon Jeffrey for some reason. Deshaun Jackson being out, I think, minimizes the impactfulness of a banged-up, Al, old Alshon Jeffrey. Um, and outside of those two people, you've got garbage. Zach Ertz is your primary target outside of your wide receivers. Um, pretty much the number one target, for the most part, on your, our team. And he's having a down year. Dallas Goddard is showing you flashes of a player he could be but he's no Zach Gertz in his prime either. And, the, and the, that duo, I think, has been a little bit disappointing, though they've shown flashes and contributed pretty, you know, greatly to that win that you saw Monday night. Overall, though, the Eagles' offense has just struggled, and I think a lot of those people that we call, you know, like the star players or the, you know, skill players like Nelson Aguilar and Alshon Jeffrey, Carson just can't get it going with them. Nelson Aguilar with the drops. Alshon Jeffrey has some drops uh, this year, more so than usual, it feels like, in in the big game moments. So those two guys, not living up to like what you're paying them to do, they go out. And you get all these scrubs that come in. And these scrubs, uh, they, they're looking to Carson to like, what are we doing here, bro? Tell me what play, and we'll just execute. We'll execute the play. And that's what you saw. They just let Carson kind of beat Carson, hurry up offense, getting outside the pocket, throwing the ball, and fucking Boston Scott looking like Darren Sproles out there. Miles Sanders had a good game. Like, dude, like maybe that's what they needed. Maybe they needed to get rid of the fucking Diva and Alshon Jeffrey, and this offense is going to start jiving. They got a little bit of fucking, like, nut in their sack. They're storing their nut.
0: Dave, what do you got to say about the birds? I think there's a direct correlation between how the birds play and my fantasy interests. And right now, the birds, even though like they won, it just didn't feel like a win. And then you just see with for the eyeball test, they don't pass. You just tell they're not that great of a team. And when the birds suck, it's kind of like NFL Sundays kind of go by the wayside. December turns into like I don't know, Sixer basketball and Flyer hockey. But let me paint you a picture, bro.
1: They win. They win. They win. And they're in. In that Cowboys game. We're going to be there. I'm going to be there. I think you're going to be there. That could be the one that you know pretty much determines all of it. And then the Giants game is just a formality. We go in and we handle our business. And then you're in the playoffs. And if you're in the playoffs, you just got to get into the dance. Once you're in the dance... Who the fuck knows what can happen? If you make the playoffs, you're nine and seventeen. Remember what nine and seven Giants teams have done. Think about it, brah. It's not out of the realm of possibility. You've seen this team play opportunistic defense in some of these big game situations down the stretch uh, before. You've seen it. You see them do that, and you've seen this offense put up explosive numbers with some of these same players. It's just a matter of momentum getting it going finding a little bit of testicular fortitude to make it fucking happen. So I'm optimistic. If I get if they lose and, you know, that's it for us, you know, that's the way the season went, and that's okay too. We'll figure it out next year. I'm happy we want a Super Bowl. I'm not as pessimistic as I used to be. Um Emma wants to get one final word in about the birds. And then we'll close it down.
2: At this point in the podcast, I'd probably like to talk shit on Fox and the Giants, but uh, Monday night kind of speaks for itself. So fuck you, my dude.
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, it's nice to see Eli having success, but ultimately we win. That's the perfect night. You know, you get to see the feel-good story for the highest functioning retard to ever play in in the fucking National Football League. And Eagles get a win. Beautiful. Couldn't have gone any better. Let's check back in with Jake and see what's going on with this jury situation. I'm a little concerned for my man because he sounded like, you know, this could be something that may take him out of pocket for a while. So let's go to Jake with an update.
4: I got fucking picked, dude. Juror number 13 for attempted murder charges against fucking Julio Gonzalez or whatever the fuck this guy's name is. Jesus Christ. Uh, Five-day trial. Attempted murder. Aggravated assault, assault with a deadly weapon, possession of a unregistered firearm, tampering with evidence. Godda! Ah. I hope the Latin kings don't come after me. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to have to sit in this courtroom all day and hold in my farts. Won't be able to take my normal, regular shits. Ugh. Ugh. Godda! Ah.
1: God, dude, what the fuck? Ah, oh, jury duty, that sounds terrible. But here's the thing. You get picked for jury duty, you're fucking there. You're there whether you like it or not. You may as well fucking make the most of it, right? Fuck the shit out of that thing, you know? Be the, uh, be the guy that's like, nah, man, like, I know what you're saying, but he did it. Like, he fucking did it. We gotta put this motherfucker away for a long time. Long time. Be the guy to rally the crew, you know? That could be fucking cool. That'd be cool. Jake, uh, keep us keep us posted on this jury situation. This is juicy. I like it. Mm. That's all she wrote for today. This week's podcast. Good luck to all of our final four participants this week. The Gentile Division will take on the Jew Division in the holy war for the cup. For the fucking belt. Ooh, will it be exciting. So good luck to all the teams. And uh, congratulations to all of you this year, for you know, just a I feel like another successful year, right? Like, we did a good job. Uh, the league is uh, five years old at this point, and uh, we're only gonna get better. I can't wait to see what we'll look like at year 10. We're all old and shit, you know. Um, just been talking, issue you with your commish. We'll check back in with the championship preview one more episode after that. And that's all she wrote for this season. It's been talking, issue you with your commission. See you next time. Go Gentile Division. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. I came for the party to get naughty,
3: get my rocks on, eat popcorn, watch you move your body till the props on. That I'm singing, dangling, funky beats ringing. Everybody swinging in the place as I keep the J's. Easy, why style? RB, mixing it with the hip hop, swing, B, champagne in my hand. It won't be long till I'm gone. It's just the same old song. It's, it's just the roll. freestyle. Meanwhile, we we'll keep to be kicking. Jason. Sweat dripping. Girlies in the limo eatin' chicken. Oops, don't get the grease on your Jason. pantyhose. I love you, but Move over. I gotta blow my nose. Sneezing. But still, I'm pleasing. All of Jason. slimmies. Pull out my Jimmy. Time to get busy with a Jenny. If it's good and plenty, don't you know? Jason. There I go, there I go, there I go. But Dermal. I don't go nowhere without my gym hat. Jason. What I'm rapping is if she's clapping, then I'm strappin' Cause I'm smarter than that. And then, girlie, maybe we can get along. Cutie after cutie. It's just the same old song. It- Whoa. Respect me. Right, it's the same old song. Same song. Oh, this is right. the same old
2: song. It's a war. Respect me. Money the Freaky Dicky, the squeaky winky up and down. Well, as a matter of fact, I'll be right back. I got to take a licky. So I'm draining, entertaining. But I got fame and the bases I touch. Too much for me to try to be naming. Hey, yo, he saw me on cable and grin. I busted in and I was going with the win. I like Clark Gable back and Oakland. It's the same old song. The sporty shorty, same freckles and hat drinking the same boy. Hypothetical, political, lyrical, miracle whip.
3: Just like butter. My rhymes are legit because I'm a Humpty. Not Humpty Dumpty, but Humpty Hump. Here a hump, there a hump. Everywhere I'm a hump. Shut up and just listen. Not dissing, don't get me wrong but to me, it's just the same old song. So it's just watch, wrong. cause my name is Shock. I like to rock, and you can't stop this. Tupac, go ahead and rock this. Now I come around <laughs> when me. I hang around with the underground. Girls used to frown, say I'm down when I come around. Gas me, and when they pass me, they used to diss me. Harass me, but now they ask me if they can kiss me. Get some fame, people change, wanna live their life high. Same song, can't go wrong if I play the nice guy. Claiming fame must've changed now that we became strong. I remain still the same, cause it's the same song. It's the same song.
0: DERBAL! IS NOT GIVING ITS
2: earned, yeah, GOD
3: What yeah, oh, the fuck? It's just the same old song It's the same old song Nothing. You lose. Good day, sir.
2: Durble,
3: uh, right. it's wrong. Respect me. What well,
0: Um, I think you just got,
1: uh, cucked. Hey there, you still listening? If you are, here's a little message from your commission on the weekend of the 20th, I believe. I'm gonna be in Philadelphia if you want to come out and get fucked up uh, on account of me getting old. Uh, so we'll do that. If you're around, um, I'd love to just chill. get Maybe get some food, get some drinks. Fucking just get fucked up. That's what it's about. Um, I'll also be in the city for New Year's Eve. Um, seeing Dave Chappelle at 7 o'clock. If anyone wants to hang out before and or after. I'm more than willing to uh, meet up. Say what up. Um, anyone's also welcome to stay at my house. If you wanted to come over you know, after the fact. Um, I'm not going to have the official party this year. But we'll still throw down if you're around. Um, yeah, we'll see you next time. Good luck to everybody this week.
3: Fun times in Cleveland again. Still Cleveland.